And you're Instagramming all the boobs. <laughs> what? The people, the boob, they're boobs. Hello and welcome to episode number 43 of Dads Being Dads. I, as usual, am Chris Catronio, and with me here tonight, taking a sip of a cl uh, unusually clear beverage. Oh wait, it's a pink? Mm-hmm. It looks like hobo wine is Randy James. Randy, is that hobo wine? It came in a jug, if that answers your question. Good start. <laughs> yes, actually, that's some good follow-up. Uh, if you remember from quite a few episodes ago, I discussed making hobo wine out of some some organic juice. Right, or non-fancy, but ideally something without weird chemicals in it. Yeah, and some champagne yeast. Yeah. And I ordered the champagne yeast and the nutrients for the yeast because I figured, hey, if I'm going to do this, might as well do it right. And uh, But I never followed up on the containers or the juice. So I, I, t I said today I had taken the day off work <laughs> just for this, not just for this. And near the end of the day, I was hanging out with the kids and doing stuff. And I said, well, you know, why don't we, why don't we go to the store, kids? Because uh -huh. I, I just realized that I needed a jug to ferment the juice in. Right. Uh, like a gallon glass jug kind of thing. Well, and didn't he say to like use the same jug it came in or something and just take some off the top for expansion or am I misremembering? If, if you could find some juice in a glass jug, then that would be fantastic. Uh, the, the other thing that's readily available in glass jugs is wine. Oh, as, I, as we have already discussed, I didn't even know that, but I guess wine bottles. No, no, no. Big. They sell them in giant hobo looking one gallon jugs with a little teeny tiny handle. You can fit one oh, finger. Oh, yeah, the little hook and you hook it over your forearm like the hobos did in the day. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's what the, the hook thing is. Like you put on your finger and then cradle yeah. it with your forearm and you just, oh, and it just breaks, breaks that one finger. Yeah. Yeah, so Molly and I left the uh, the, the booze store with um, two giant gallon jugs of wine. And my, my job right now is to finish them so I can then fill them with more hobo juice. Wow. Hopefully of your, you know, customized breed or blend. That's correct. And potency. Now, wine is fairly lightweight. This is an important oh, like dad a, topic. Cause 11, 11, 12, yeah. yeah. Uh, wine's 12%? I didn't realize that. Okay, so it's higher than I thought. So it's double double beers, it's right? Double beer, but now beers have crept up so much. It's so common, especially with yeah. the microbrews, to find these. Is this the beer show? Are we on the wrong podcast? Are we on the maybe? <laughs> what show is this? Well, it's important as a dad, I think, because the window of opportunity to enjoy an adult beverage is far smaller and far less frequent than they used to be. At least to do it in a responsible manner. They I are. Mean, we're not all as cavalier as some of us around here. But. I'm not. I'm not breastfeeding or anything. <laughs> if that's what you mean. Oh, but say you gotta you gotta have it lined up. You gotta have it all set. I've been enjoying a olive martini or two on the weekends as oh, of late. It's complex. Oh, it's delicious. Complex. I, it's like an olive and some vodka. <laughs> Bam! You got a martini. Right. I guess martinis aren't as complex. I sometimes we've talked about this. Sometimes I feel like. I'm a little bit too simple, right? I don't, because I would be satisfied with some wine from a jug. Uh, I don't have complex tastes, but maybe that could be, that could be bad. 
Really? I mean, not for me in the sense that maybe I'm missing out, but I'm not, I don't feel like I'm missing out because I don't actually feel the need to have those, right. like make a martini with an olive in it. And well, that's not the, fancy. The glass that would tip over and break. No, use a man's glass like this. This is a oh. mason nurse. <laughs> mason, mason what jar. What do they call mason jar? Mason jar. That's a very durable manly cup. Put okay. your martini in there. None of this tippy glass made to by the bartending industry to spill more drinks so they get more sales. By you're gonna spillage. really, you're gonna really impress the hipsters with that thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, crap. That wasn't my intent. Hmm. You didn't know. I found we. So I've been digging. We discussed. I've been building a shed. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. It's not terribly important for the show, but so no, I've been building a up. shed. It's yeah. It's been taking pretty much the whole summer because of. <laughs> You know, free time. And I like to overbuild. So it took most of the summer just to do the digging, which is crazy. Uh, but so you're I just, it has a full basement. <laughs> Poured rebar uh, concrete basement. I wish, I wish it did. That would be pretty awesome. But in one of the last holes I was digging for the footings, I discovered the, what you would call the trash pit of the people that lived here a hundred years ago. And, uh. Oh, right, right. And I mean, and it's literally a hundred years ago. It was under a tree, like it was under the root ball of a tree. It was kind of nutty, mm. and it was like this giant cavern. Yeah, I made. I had to dig this little like trough out so I could lay on the ground and get my arm as deep into that cavern. Whoa! So you were like deliberately possible. excavating it. Yeah. Once I found it, I was like, "Oh, this is where they put everything." Yeah. And it just kept going and going. And did you and, find those metal toothpaste tubes? Because I found something similar at my folks' old place. Where the guy I've, used to burn his trash. I was like, metal toothpaste tubes. It blew my mind. I, I found, it probably made of lead. <laughs> I, I did find a sardine can. A lot of old, a lot of metal things that were completely rusted gone. Yeah. Uh, but mostly bottles. Okay. Which is why your mason jar got me thinking about that. Are you clicking a mouse oh, and crud. something else Sorry. now? USB is key. Going on? Sorry. Putting it down. I need key, like soft. What is it keying? What is it? What are you keying with it? It's, you know, it's got a little cap. You're just here. opening and closing it. It's not performing a, an actual function. Cap just close. It. That's all it's doing. Well, the cap is opening and closing. That's I fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Radio magic. So a lot of old jars, and I thought to myself, no, well, not jars, sorry. A lot of old bottles, glass bottles. None of them have a very wide mouth, but I thought it would be pretty neat to, um, to drink my coffee at the office mm-hmm. out of a... Milk of Magnesia bottle from <laughs> from 1906. And why not? It's it's blue glass. It oh, probably cool. poison me and I die or something. But it's glass. Well, right? I mean, so why maybe I... a little radium, but it's all right. I'm, I might rinse it a couple of times. <laughs> it's been <laughs> in the earth. Mad, could you have it? Hold it up to the camera. Let's post a picture uh, of that on the Twits. I have a picture somewhere. If you nice. were on the Facebook, you can see it. I posted it. Uh, that means I have to log into Facebook. On. No, you don't need to do it. You're asking a lot of me. It's pretty fancy if you have if you have an older home, and it's from it says 1906 on the bottom. Wow, that was a long time ago. I guess you know they didn't. I mean, did they always have trash service, or did they just burn it? I know they, they didn't just, even have indoor plumbing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, just, I don't think they had garbage. They didn't trucks. have like a horse and cart that would come around and okay. take. Yeah. Wow. Have you seen the movie uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West, I think it's called? No, but... It, it's what's, what's hmm. like Seth MacFarlane, McFarlane. Okay. Uh, the guy who does Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the voice of... Uh, it's kind of funny. I watched a little bit of it. and But it's it's like that. It's all this hilarious... Yes, thank you. It's all this hilarious depiction of 
you know, your, your normal scenes in, in the Western frontier and just all these awful things that can happen all the time because, of course, they have no indoor plumbing. Everything is terrible. People are shooting each other. Like, yeah, people are dying from, like, a scratch. Teeth infu- infections. Right. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, hiccup that one out. Right. Teeth infections. Yes, I said it. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I think about that a lot when you think about the odds of, you know, raising a kid back Heck, yeah, 100 years ago even. It's just so mind-bogglingly. Well, and their life expectancy was like 35. Yeah, it's like, oh, and that's if they made it through childhood. Childhood was like this gauntlet of just infections. I think about, like, how many times I would have died. We might have talked about this. Like, we, if you sat down and made a, a critical list of how many times you might have died or gone deaf every time or you lost your antibiotics. sight. <laughs> yeah. well, well, not every time, because... There are some things that your body, you will go into a hideous fever and, you know, it might take you a month. I said need it, need it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Because, I mean, one of the main things antibiotics do now, yes, they do save lives a lot, but they also just accelerate your time to recovery. Mm -hmm. So you will get over a cold or you will get over a flu or, you know, a viral infection or, okay, all these things don't necessarily aren't treated by antibiotics. But say you have a bacterial infection. You will probably get over it. Uh, it might take you literally a month to a month and a half. So, I mean, the main thing the antibiotics bought us was like the ability to keep working when sick mm. or get back to work faster. It was a big efficiency. But yeah, also well, many people would probably have no hearing, have like missing sight in one eye. Think about conjunctivitis and ear infections and all. It's just staggering. We even make it as far as we have without more wounds <laughs> wait continue wait. who's what are you getting wounds from now well you heal quicker so you don't like lose your ears or your eyes or all right tell well, these horrible infections complications yeah. you get a mosquito yeah. bite boom gets infected well maybe we have maybe part of that is we have vaccinations that helps too right so we have there's a lot of stuff we're not getting <laughs> that we we could we would get right where we're living without those vaccinations. Right? That's a big discussion, right? You vaccinate yeah, your kids. Also, oh right? my goodness. Otherwise, yeah, please. Yeah, we've gone over that. Randy and I fully in agreement on the science and practical <laughs> societal applications of vaccinations. All right. All right. So, well, I got a lot of stuff to cover here. We're kind of sliding down. The, the jug of wine is getting to me a little bit. <sighs> You know, you, one, you can take your time with the wine. You don't have to finish it all in one sitting. <laughs> I was anxious to get started. <laughs> and <laughs> do have work tomorrow. There was something that came – this isn't important to talk about, I suppose. But it was it's an interesting side note, all this controversy over the uh, the, the, the celebrity uh, nude photo leaks. All oh, right. That was today. History was well, made. It was, like, it was like yesterday, the day before. Or, Okay. <laughs> so, all, full disclosure, I have not looked for or seen any of them. To be honest with you, I wouldn't recognize uh, who they were, right? So, the, these celebrities, whoever, there's a whole list of them, I guess. Mm. But if I were to be like, oh, let's go search because I want to see them like for such and such photo leaks. I, you could just you, show me any. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know it's actually them. No. So, it doesn't really make any difference. I mean, I'm sure it does to them. Well, we don't have to admit that. That we're so out of touch with the celebrity circle. But yeah, I couldn't 
pick uh Kate Upton was one. I couldn't pick her out in a crowd. The right. one from the Hunger Games, Jin's uh, maybe. Yeah. But well, but she was not. also wasn't she originally that uh, the X Men lady? Uh, wasn't that her big claim to fame until? Am I, am I wrong about that? I think Jennifer, she was the blue lady. Isn't that Jennifer Lawrence? She was the blue green sea sea green. I think so, but I never would have recognized her from that. Sea right. blue, Mystique. I think is a uh, character. Teal. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like a cobalty tealy. All right. But the the what's the lesson there? I don't know. Are these people insane? Taking, I mean, they're celebrities and they're taking nude photos and, and post like letting them sync with third party <laughs> services. <laughs> it's a well. That's how you and I think of it as like people who have built technology solutions. But that it's like an appliance, right? It's like oh, here's my picture appliance, and there's a magic thing out in space that keeps it safe in case I lose it and I could restore all my information to my appliance. They don't know that those people who sold them that haven't quite nailed down how to keep people from getting into it. But to be fair, as of now, they think it was more of just a social engineering brute forcey type thing. They think that um, it was targeted, you know, well, username, and password combinations and, and they didn't exploit them. the services technology no, I thought they did. I, th- I thought that, that was the original uh, stories. There's like, and here's the problem with the media. There's 8 million mm, pseudo yeah. authoritative stories about this. And none of them are, you know, without spin or even bothering with accuracy. Mm. So yeesh, there's that. Right, well, maybe this is just a, it's a whole new set of things we got to teach our kids. So when yes. you're taking nude photos of yourself, kids, <laughs> we didn't, are we just completely ignoring all the sex talks from last week? Just not following up on it. I'll tell you this. We can follow up on some of I want. had uh, a friend of ours yeah. with their daughter. Their daughter is, is now the same age as my niece who we were discussing. Okay. Tweenager. And tweenager. She turns, she turns, I think she just turned 13. Okay. And her, her mom was with her. We were hanging out at this little party. And, uh, I can't tell you the number of times that she said the word sex in front of her daughter. And it was, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It was just, again, it was unfamiliar ground for me, mm. right? She was talking about, uh, I think I was discussing the song lyrics with her a little bit. Cause I'm like, oh, you have, you know, your daughter's the same age as my niece. You know, what do you think about all this stuff? And then, of course, they start singing that song together. <laughs> oh, the one, what, the, the mom and the dog? The mom and the daughter, because they, oh, they both much. know the lyrics. They're like, oh, yeah, that's like my favorite song. Mom, you sing that song all the time. And the car, like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> You're officially what? old, dude. What's happening? <laughs> You're so old. Like, okay, so this is acceptable. All right. Okay. And then, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. There was a lot. Of, it was a good perspective to get. I mean, that's what I need. I need to hang out with more uh, parents of pre-tweenagers and right and to prepare the, yourself i just need i need someone that has a daughter and a son because it applies i don't want to focus just on the daughters here right that has both yeah maybe two different families that are maybe two years older than my kids so i can see everything that's coming you know what i mean yeah i mean that might help i prefer to go in blind and just wing it i mean i do a little yeah. bit of prep here and there you know what are the major ailments of the age bracket or type of the things to look out for <laughs> and that's then what psh, yeah. see what happens because every kid's different too i mean some kids don't even care about anything like that until they're far older some are obsessed with it earlier you know it's just like oof, you never know what you're gonna get so you may as well just <laughs> roll with it well, that's what one of the other mothers was <laughs> i forget exactly how she put it but 
She said, well, I'm just going to, she's like, do I really need to bring this up with them? I, I was just going to wait until they asked me. Oh. <laughs> like, whoa. That's risky. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, that's what I said. I mean, we, you, but what if they don't? She's like, what do you mean? Like, what if they don't ask you anything? Well, then clearly they have nothing to do with it. <laughs> it just seemed punching a huge hole in your theory here. Yeah. It seems kind of silly. Or what if they wait until it's too late to ask you anything? No, I thought your follow up was going to be something to do with your family's reaction to the discussion. But uh, no, they haven't. They haven't come down on me about it yet. All right, cool. So there's no blowback. Excellent. <laughs> Not yet. Maybe they're a little delayed on the show listening. And that's when we find out no one actually listens to our show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down over there. Anyway, so I, there's nothing really relevant about all the those f- photo leaking things, though. You know, you you come. We've talked about privacy a little bit, and I, I usually take the stand of I don't care. Take all my stuff, whatever. Mm. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you're the more lenient of the two of us. Well, I I just don't keep anything that I'm that afraid about. I most yeah. a lot of the times when I post pictures, I usually make them public anyway because I try to share them around. If I'm posting them, I'm sharing them with people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't, yeah. I, without knowing what exactly happened there, I don't have much to say about that. I I thought it was some API thing where I don't even want to talk about it. But another topic, switching gears. Because I have I want to get to something that I think you're going to be very interested in. All right. But first, I have my usual. List of complaints. School started. Mm, it School did. started for you? Yeah. You're back in? Yeah. So far, so good. Is she enjoying it? She seems to be, yeah. First, got, first grade now? Uh, pre-first. Oh, we haven't discussed this on oh, the show. Oh, we did discuss yeah. it. Did we did discuss we? it on the show? I don't think we did. I think we I discussed no it. it. Offline? We went offline with it. Probably. But yeah, she's, she's in pre-first and she's um, loving it so far. She came home and showed me all her schoolwork today. Well, actually, when I got home, I was like, hey, did you have a good day at school? And she never does it. She's like, oh, yeah, totally. And starts gabbing about what she did, pulled out all her assignments. So, mm-hmm. so far, so good. It's always uh, a tough question. Uh, how was school today? What did you do? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you get home from work. How was work today? Tell me about your day. Why would I want to relive it? Yeah. You know, it's tricky. It's because we missed them all day and we wanted know what they were going through and doing uh, and they're yeah. just like you said they're like oh it's over that's so done i don't want to talk about it i wish i could remember what i asked or how i asked him tonight but somehow i got the boy talking about school that's great and well the reality was he wasn't actually talking about class he was talking okay. about you know school and the people there right. and this is the crazy thing chris maybe you're already familiar with this but he said the words boyfriend and girlfriend hmm on many instances, he, in, in how he was describing certain people as a first grader, he's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is uh, is Jack's girlfriend. Oh, like, oh, they've got, oh, my goodness. Like, you kidding? And I, and I was like, okay, that's, that's, that seems nice. And I said, well, who's, who's your girlfriend? He's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's uh, so-and-so girl, girl named Molly. <laughs> Has the same name as his sister. He's like, that's, that, that's Molly. Molly's my girl. Oh, what? I'm like, are you her boyfriend? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm, I don't understand how this works. Uh, I don't think and, that and either. So he was talking about how they like to chase them. Like the girls like to chase them, and certain girls chase certain boys. Like they don't. They're 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 particular about it, right? They don't chase just anyone. They have assigned boys they chase. Apparently, so Molly chases Max, and this other girl chases his friend Jack, and there's a whole series of them. 
And I said, well, what happens? What does, I forgot her name. Let's just call her, uh, Gertrude, Gertrude. I like that. Good one. What, what happens when Gertrude catches Jack? And he's like, oh, she like kisses him and stuff. I'm like, what? <laughs> Whoa. Settle. Take it back. What's so, going whoa. on here? So what happens when Molly catches you? He's like, oh, she never catches me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm too fast for her. Oh, like, okay. Okay. And then I tried to turn it around. And I'm a little bit. Well, you know, dude, maybe, um, you know, maybe one of these days you could try like not running away from them. Maybe have a little chat. Or just ask them how their day is. Like, what do they, what do they like about school? Do they, you know, like talk to the girls? Like, Talk to them. They got cooties, dude. Yeah, about anything. Like treat, treat them just like normal people. Like <laughs> your buddies. You don't punch them like you punch your friends a lot of times. But uh, just hang out. Yeah. Maybe they like skateboarding or biking or <laughs> ask them what books they were reading or what their favorite color is. I was trying to give them, you know, conversation starters. Right. And I, I guess. Think, I, I mean, unless they don't converse and they only chase. I think right now it's limited to chasing. Chase only. The cooties yeah. the rest of the time. <laughs> it's all, all cooties all the time. What happens if they get in on a... I mean, this is first grade. They're going to start getting homework and stuff soon. Maybe they'll be set on a project together. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. Do they do science fair this year? What happens? I don't know. Or, <laughs> a lot of responsibility. What is this girlfriend, down. boyfriend? I mean, where, where does where the responsibility start and end there? Like, uh, so far... I it's, like his reaction's perfect. She never yeah. catches me. <laughs> There's no problems there because she can't catch me. <laughs> That's right. What's she doing? She catches you. She can't catch me. I remember like maybe third or fourth grade people passing notes around about wanting to marry each other and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty normal. Well, first grade seems young, but everything <laughs> I'm apparently wrong about every age milestone so far anyway. He was very, yeah, he was going, he was very chatty about it too. Uh, and it was, I was just letting him go and it's interesting. It's, it's really accelerating. I mean, it's, so I, so I had took the day off today and, un, you know, unfortunately it, I don't have this, I'm left out, right? I got this yeah. working. I mean, you're, you're doing half of it, I guess, right? But I'm being the working dad. Mm. Uh, I'm gone before they go to school. My wife drops them off and picks them up. Oh, I see. I don't see mine. The ends. Well, you see them at night, right? I, I see them at both ends of the day. I see yeah. them in the morning. I just don't take them to school. Oh, okay. Some days I, I drop off Molly because her daycare is at like 7.30. But it's just his school starts at like 8.30. So it's just too late because then I will get to the office late and then I'll yeah. be home late. So I go in early and I see them plenty in the evening. But I see them in the morning at breakfast and stuff. But I don't get to drop him off at school very often. Yeah. And so I drop, I drop both of them prep. off this yeah, I dropped both of them off this morning and I picked both of them up and their drop off is interesting. And I think, I think it's really nice too. If you get there, you get there a little bit early and basically they put a teacher out. It's, it's horribly disorganized. I'll put that out there, but <laughs> they put a teacher out on the playground at like quarter past eight and for 15 minutes, the kids can play in the playground and then they go inside at eight 30, which is great because they get a lot of, they got a lot of energy. They got to get hang out with their friends. You know, they're going to be chased by girls for a little while. Yeah. And then they go in. I thought it was kind of cool, but I was, it was one of the only times, or at least in a long time, I've been able to see, see him from a distance, right? Because I'm, I'm standing back as he ran off to the playground and see him sort of interact with all of his, his buddies in real life <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the majority of the time that he spends away from his, you know, 
This is happening every day. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't see who he gravitates to. Nope. How they play together. Yeah. What kind of stuff they choose to do. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> nobody's recording it for me and showing it to me later. Uh, and it's interesting. I wish I could see more of it. Right. But. I think that's every parent, right? Because I mean, that's like the beginning of your little individual, though. They're have they're having you know minute by minute unique experiences to them that we don't share, but oh, we yeah. get little windows into from the stuff they say or behavior they pick up. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, I guess you start you get the after school stuff if you go to oh I'll, I'll come to your soccer game or I'll go to yeah, this yeah. and you get to see them see them interact with other people there, but it's a much more organic playground environment. Yeah, that's where like, it's the, like that's the raw. <laughs> that's close yeah. to the bus. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. But the bus is the ultimate. Everyone is like cussing and kicking back. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, thankfully he's not taking them. It's, it's absurd to me at all, and this leads into my second story that people in our town even take the bus or drive for that matter to school. It's like <laughs> the town is so small. Yeah. Just, just about everyone could walk, you know, 15 minutes tops. They'd be there. Are the roads uh, safe? The sidewalks good? Cause I get skeeved out by traffic. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, so do I, mm. but uh, this, we do have sidewalks. They are, you know, I guess it depends on where you live. So he, as we've just, we've discussed before, I'm sure he rides his bike to school and uh, we, one of us rides with them. Mostly, mostly my wife. Cool. Because I'm at work most of the time. Yeah. Slaving away. <laughs> but pickup time, pickup time is very interesting. It's it's flipped on its head, right? So here you get, in the morning, you got the kids at the playground. In the afternoon, you got the adults in the, in their playground. Like, they're all, they're all showing up to, well, they're not playing, though. They're all showing up <laughs> to pick up their kids. Right. And it's like, who's interacting with who, and who are you talking to, and saying hi to, and uh, such and such is talking about so and so, and what did they do, and and just the way they um, conduct themselves is, is always very interesting. And, and I I found I found a really funny corollary. Like they let all the kids out of one door, okay, and the, and the teachers, at least for the third grade or for the first graders. And the teacher stands there with the kids, like each one of them, until they make eye contact with the parents and they let them go. Right, right. But what happens is it's almost identical to the airport baggage carousel, right? Where You don't show any uh, identification to pick up your kid? No, no. Where, where everyone will shove as close to the door as they can possibly uh, get. I see. So that basically a small group of maybe six people – can see the children, but no one else can see past those people, and the children cannot see past those six people. And they're usually, you know, three, four hundred pounds each, right? So they're, they're taking up a lot of room. They're blocking everyone's view. So the clotting the system. They're, they're clogging the system horribly, right? And it would, and it's, it's absurd to me. There's no recognition of, oh, hey, uh, I'm not the only person that lives on this planet. Like, mm. and all these other kids that are standing, you know, mere feet in front of them that are that are wildly looking around trying to find their family. <laughs> can't see past these mountainous can't people. Can't see past <laughs> their giant crotch that's staring at them in the face. Right? Oh my goodness! So like, don't step to the side and clear the walkway that you're completely blocking. So these blocking. are the same people who you go to get off the elevator and they're blocking the ent- the exit right. to the elevator, wondering why they can't get in. You, I would say so. Yes, oh. yes. It's pretty much everyone. Or, or the guy, <laughs> it's pretty much I mean, everyone. I you can guess <laughs> that. It's not I, sir. <laughs> I make a point of standing like way in the back, kind of where I can find an upslope to the hill, so I can wave and see him if, when he comes out. 
But yeah, much like at the airport, which is just complete insanity to me when everyone just shoulder to shoulder up against the baggage carousel. <laughs> and then, of course, it just takes the person that's closest to the front of the the long stretch to lean over and look right yeah now they're blocking the view so everyone else leans over and looks and, and then I'm the guy way back's bag comes out first and everyone's right. got to shove around right right yeah. the guy behind the crowd and then he can't get it. can't see it because he can't see past them and then everyone as he watches it goes by and it's like why is no one getting it is that my bag i can't see it is it my bag can you sir can you look on the bag and see if it, excuse me excuse me sir is that my what? bag what i need to get that let me in and it's like uh yeah People are crazy. All it would take is, Chris, is a little bit of organization here. But people cannot self-organize. No. Well, some people can't. Like you said, I think it all depends on the how involved in yourself you are. Strangers cannot self-organize as a a group. I've seen some polite strangers, and it differs from area to area. What I mean is... I've seen that phenomenon. It's a wonderful thing. It makes you think that, like, well, it's got to be one of the reasons why human society works at all. But yeah, there's, there's like a majority mob mind too that's kind of frightening. It's like, okay, we went to watch fireworks when we were on vacation. And they, for, for whatever reason, the town put out like two porta potties for 9,000 people that showed up. <laughs> oh my so God. there was this line forming at the porta potties. Why bother? Just and <laughs> fence off an area of the lawn at that point. And you know how people get when they're forming a line, right? Mm. It has to continue perfectly straight because. They're always afraid that if they go off at a slight angle, someone will just cut in front of them because they weren't in line. Right. So they just continue straight. So the line goes across the road and people were literally beginning to stand like on top of people's blankets that were sitting to watch the fireworks because the line just kept extending and people go, where's the back of the line? Oh, it's over there. And they just (laughs) get in the line. They'd be like standing on grandma's neck. It's like, what are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. (laughs) So I, I... I had to step out. Of, I mean, I, I didn't have to. I took it upon myself when we got into this line because it started. It was stretching over Grandma's neck. <laughs> Poor Grandma. Someone had to give them some directions. Say, okay. I started pointing at people. Like, all right, people, come on. Let's drift it. We'll just just bank this line a little bit and keep it in the road. <laughs> all right. You, everyone, at same time, just walk Form over here. Parallel line. Step to the off road. the curb. <laughs> well, no, it just they the line went across the street, and when it hit the curb, it should have turned. Okay, it should have just followed the road. <laughs> Instead yeah. of going straight of over the other people. <laughs> right. And it was absurd that I had to explain this to them. Like, the, they just kept stacking on and mob mentality. Like, yeah, I'll just yeah. do it because the guy in front of me did it. Exactly. I'll just do it because the guy in front of me did it. And all it would take at drop-off and pick-up, because drop-off is, is equally disorganized, because they don't want the kids going on the playground until there's a teacher there. But until there's a teacher there, they want everybody waiting in one spot over here. But no one actually tells them to wait, and there's no, like, lines <laughs> oh, drawn on the ground. Geez. They wait They wait until you wander off, and then some teacher will come over and be like, can you please can you, can you you please go back and stand over there with everyone else? And very quiet, like, oh, sure, I don't understand why, but all right, I'll do that. <laughs> and you go back over there, and by the time you've heard them explain it and you've gone back there, four other people have wandered out there. And then she's going to each one of them. Can you, do you think you could wait? And it's, it's insanity. Like, <laughs> just use your voice, speak up for two, make a clear marking on the ground yeah, or something. Hold up a sign. Everyone stay your with intent. your children until 815. Do not let them go. At 815, they can go on the playground and then you're free to leave. I mean, it, it's so absurd. And then at pickup, it's like, draw a big arc on the ground, right? Everyone stand on this giant semicircle so that your so children can, can see you. display the children there so the parents can match. 
the child right actually right. see the child <laughs> right instead of you giant people standing inches from the door like we can't oh, even open it this is crazy maybe they think their kid's gonna be first every day my kid's always first my bag my bag's coming out first this time i know it <laughs> i gotta get out of here ah human nature They're nuts that's yeah. like a whole other show altogether so what do you how do you explain the 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 motivation to correct it like I today, I was tempted to walk up front and be like, "All right, people, you remember semicircles from grade <laughs> school? Where we're at right now? Let's push this back." You seriously, dude? Partially, what is this? <laughs> partially, I'd say it's a blend of proactivity, impatience, uh, problem solving, and, and narcissism. Caffeine. I think it's a lot of narcissism. Narcissism, though, because you're 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 trying to get a collective to function. Better. Do I need? Do I need to look up the word? No, the people That's who not, are oh yeah yeah up the, the root the, cause absolutely complete self absorbent like yeah if you don't if you can't if you conduct yourself in a way where it's strictly your business and and you disregard the environment and people around you yeah that's myoptic kind okay. of self focused and myoptic myoptic so well maybe sorry some some kind of supervision those are my optics my optics are superior in every way um but yeah if you know it's that blend of individual within you know an individual working with other individuals to make a group function successfully sometimes you just need a leader though yeah sometimes sometimes people just want to be led and i I had a i had a really good feeling today that if i walked out in front of them (laughs) all covered in grime like i was from digging in the dirt all day (laughs) It just started, Some hillbilly comes out of a hole. Just, and, yeah. This is how we're going to do this, people, today. I could just drag a big semicircle with my foot in the ground and be yeah. like, get on that line or behind it. Yeah, And then everyone would be like, wow, that one day went so smooth. What was it? Was it that <laughs> mysterious hillbilly who drew would, a dirt line with his dirty shoe? They would come the next day and the rain would have washed it away. Yeah. They'd be so confused. Right. The line is gone. I don't know what to do. I they mean, we, have to assign, we basically have to assign seating for adults. I mean... Treat them like the children. You're coming here to grade school to pick up your kids. Stand in your designated spot. <laughs> Why not? Why sure. can't we do that? Why couldn't one of the teachers break off a little early or whoever and organize the parents? Wouldn't they take some joy in that? Like, or just like you said, have a line that the parents don't cross to leave room for the kids to get out and circulate. Yeah, a simple line. In sure, front right. of the parents. Or have it be like a... Like a lane, like a bowling lane, and the parents stand along the edges of the lane. The kids walk down until they hit a match. Boop. Well, that's fine, except they don't. The teachers don't want to let the kids go. Oh, they don't want to fence that lane. They can't. They have to put guards on either end and midway through. The semicircle would be perfect because they basically there's a it's like a big dish. You get they pop out the doorway. The kids scan the semicircle. If they had a designated standing spot, then they wouldn't have to look very far. Stand in alphabetical order, people. Come on. Like about where you should be. The teacher would just look in the general direction. The kid would see him. Boom. There they are in the edge of the circle. There you go. The more people you have. There's your solution. An arc painted on the ground. Yeah. (laughs) With the alphabet around it. Oh, my goodness. And you match your last. You stand near their last name. Lettery last name. I may have to email the principal about Mm -hmm. this one. Should I become one of those demanding, smarmy, not smarmy, but overbearing parents that just emails the principal all the time about everything about How about just a happy suggesty parent happy hey, suggesty yeah it started off hey i had this crazy idea that just might work 
But for pickup, I, I think I will. I like, seriously, totally will. if you have enough space around those letters. Oh, there's tons like, of space. All the yeah. smiths will have room to cluster. Well, if you don't have enough space, then you make the semicircle bigger, Chris. It's just, it's pure geometry. Well, th- exactly. I'm just saying, ensure <laughs> you make it with enough space. Larger radius, you get a larger Because you don't want to pay to repaint that thing. You got to repaint it once. And it'll be like a learning tool, right? The little kids will hop along the alphabet. Right. When it's not being used, it's... It's primary function. I could make. I can just take a, a screenshot on Google Maps and then diagram it right on top of that. Be like, boom! Here's totally. what it looks like on a normal pickup day, and draw a bunch of tarred people <laughs> just tripping over each other. Here's the line of sight of the children coming out of the school. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, zero. Here's Sticking. what it looks like with a nice semicircle. The way you make the kids sit in, you know, uh, assembly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there could be a little mm-hmm. plaque somewhere that says, "Please stand in a letter that aligns with your last name." Hmm. And boom. And then the next, you know, how how many days would it take a kid to learn exactly where his parents are always going to be? Because it's never going to change. Right. It's genius, dude. I think so. See? We, you know, we got we could probably, good ideas. Uh, this is probably, the think tank that is that. fix airline dead. boarding, too, while we're at it. You think so? I don't fly very often, but for some reason, it's just the same kind of strangers interacting with each other as if yeah. they don't exist. Well, with me in airlines, it's the, when they say, okay... You're clear to stand at the end of the flight. Everyone blitzes in f- mm-hmm. the mid aisle and fights for their bags and gets <laughs> all jammed right. up. And then you see the like, you know, the ten percent of the, the the rational, calm people all looking at each other like, "Yep," because they're they're waiting until the aisle starts moving. Because you know, why you could have been first. In? You could have been first, Chris. Oh, yeah, I could have been packed in armpit to armpit with all the people I've just sat for three hours on a plane with. Struggling for my bag, taking elbows left and right. No, I will wait it out till this flow. <laughs> it's all about the flow, dude. With that smarmy little eye oh, winky. That arrogant, pompous <laughs> air of mine. <laughs> Look at us. Let's play uh, some cards while we're waiting yeah. back here. Check your phone. I mean, usually you've got some voicemails and emails. You finally got signal. You're like, do, do, do. What's mm-hmm. the rush? What's up? Like, <laughs> And you're Instagramming all the boobs. <laughs> what? Not- <laughs> the people, the boob, their boobs. Oh, the boobs. I see what you're saying. <laughs> it's like, man, how much wine have you had? Just get- Not literal. I see. Like, figure Gotcha. Call them goons. Goobers. I've been calling Molly a goon. A goon. <laughs> That's pretty good. She's pretty apt. Goon. She's like, I am not a goon. <laughs> I think it is apt. It's because she's a giant goon. <laughs> Very, uh, yeah. Anyway. She's a riot. The way she says, yeah, my boys are, have taken that up, that raspy kind of, yeah, that breathy, yeah. yeah. She's, she's, school she's, guys? yeah. She's, she's <laughs> hockey sticking big time. I and mean, we haven't seen you in a little hockey bit. And her, okay. her chattiness is going through the roof. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, everything. I don't know. I, we, I took her to the store to get the, the hobo wine. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, the, everything. She was just talking about everything. Look at these bottles over there. What's that? What's that man doing over there? That car is wet. That car is wet. That car is wet. There's the moon. Moon, daddy. There's the moon. Daddy. Daddy. You have the moon. to acknowledge hey. it too or else right. they keep saying it. They just keep saying it. Until they, was, they know that you know and then they move on. I was trying to time it today because I was trying to fold my laundry. And I was like, there's a sock. There's some underwear. Got it. Daddy. Daddy. I'm like, what? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? The, my game thing. My son was playing game, which was game things. So just try something else. Okay, got another sock. Got a shirt, Daddy. Daddy, <laughs> one shirt. Uh, 
I hadn't even folded it yet. Yep. <laughs> like <laughs> the interval between pestering constant. It's amazing. <laughs> like one shirt. It was one shirt in duration that wasn't even finished. But time moves different for them. A lot it does. different. I don't know. I remember how paralyzingly boring and slow adults seem to me sometimes. You go to a place, you're like, woohoo, we're going someplace, we're going to visit these people, oh, cool. And you go there, and everyone's just like, well, let's go ahead and get everybody a drink. And I was just like, oh, my God. You know, what, do you guys have Atari? Do you have a badminton court? Do you have, you know, tangent, tangent. Have you ever gone in those woods? Wow, I think I could see a trail out back. Blah, 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 blah. Lots Did of you want ice in your beverage? It's just like, oh my gosh. I, I, oh, shopping, going to like clothing stores. Oh, there was no worse fate. It seemed like 150 hours. I would just be stranded in that. I'd music like to try this one on. Oh, yeah. My mom one would just of be these. Like picking through. Right. And, you know, it's like 75 feet of shirts, and she would start at one end and just creep through. So, right. <laughs> I'd be like, and then there's 3,000 aisles each of 7,500 shirts. Oh, my that, goodness. That had to have been, that is the number one child torture right there. Oh, Clothes torture. shopping with your mom. Oh. What about these? Let me take, let me measure your inseam. Uh, and then the stack of try-ons. And when uh -huh. that thing would grow. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I need no. to try these on. Like, now come out and show me <laughs> how they fit. <laughs> yes. Is it, is it too tight in your seat? I love it. Yeah. We don't do that so much. We just like mail order no. most of the clothes or, no, or grab I it won't and pick it up yeah. someplace. I'm not subjecting them to that torture. No. I mean, we bring her out for her. You know, back to school clothes run or something just to get a, top it off, right? Take, taking them to any store is a mistake. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you, if you have a mojo, the fun, like they go grocery shopping, we take a grocery shopping and we have like a whole little routine. Sometimes you get a little tiny little cup of the soft serve ice cream to start and then they're all gabby <laughs> and ice creamy. And, or, you, I, or you pick up a color book. Look at the color. No, somehow I escaped the trap today. Like we, we went right into the supermarket, Molly and I. Right. Just to get the juice for the hobo wine, which nice. was premature. And somehow she's walking up and down the aisles pointing at things. Oh look, Daddy, there's a bag of candy. Oh look, there's some giant, you know, cookies over there. Look, there's a big basket of cookies, Daddy. But I, I don't say want those want cookies. Them? No, Whoa. she even told me she's like, I don't I don't want those cookies though. Nope, let's keep going. Like, <laughs> there were too many choices. Like what? happening to you she's grown was, up dude she's maturing very, it was very bizarre i was just well, i was waiting for it to snap and flip and hit the floor and i need that I no need i changed that my mind i wanted my cookies <laughs> get those oh geez so before we run out of time i have a dilemma for you uh oh or a question or whatever you'll make it out to be hmm. I, I i've since forgotten how this came up but i i've Somehow came to the conclusion that I wanted Max to spend more time in front of his computer than he already does. Ah, okay. And I, I'm being very facetious and, and dopey about it because he spends a lot of time in front of his computer doing Khan Academy stuff, doing little games here and there. I've been having him. Did I tell you about the uh, code.org site yet? I think so. Yeah. He's done a whole bunch of computer programming. Cool. Things they're teaching about if statements and loops and nice while loops and you know, well, all that stuff, yeah. And um, somehow 
I got my head into Minecraft. Oh, yes. Yes. Basically, basically because it's, you know, it's like Legos. It's Legos on the Lego. computer. It's Lego, awesome. Lego on the computer. And so we try, I said, why don't we, you know, why don't we just try it out? I've never, everybody loves this thing. Mm-hmm. We'll get the demo and we'll play it. And he's saying demo this and demo that. It's, you know, new word. He likes to say demo. Demo. Uh, and of course, I had no idea how to even play it. And I had to look some stuff up and we were going back and forth. And, and first thing, it's like, oh, you get to, you have to punch everything to get it. Like, well, that's going to. That's going to win you over right there. He's just running around punching everything. <laughs> he's got a block of dirt and he's punching down trees. That's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah, well, you just use your fist. You don't need the block of dirt. Yeah, but it goes faster once you get your block of dirt. If you if you play in the other mode, I don't know if you've done this. If you play in... Um, in free play mode? No, no. I forget Survival. what they call it. Create, creative mode. Yeah, creative mode. All right, that's what you can creative build mode, whatever, yeah. You get unlimited everything and you punch something once and it's gone. Oh, really? Yeah. So he started, he played the demo not in creative mode, and it took us a while to figure stuff out. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, the point is you you have to gather stuff yeah. and then make craft, so to speak, craft. things from the stuff you gathered, and then you exactly. walk, you know, and then you just, you know, whatever, you goof off. Then you build a giant castle with switches and moats and... Switches? Oh, yeah. There's a whole circuitry thing in there, dude. Circuitry? Yes, sir. Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. You go look that up. It's full-blown, too. Like, for reals, they could learn all circuitry stuffs, basics, huh. and less than basics, more than basics. Yeah. It's good. So, that, that is interesting, and I'm I'm a little concerned. I mean, I guess I, I don't want to ban him from it, but I'd like to try to control the rate at which he, or the, the, the amount of time that he spends. Yeah, screen time is still screen time, so yeah. even if it's very educational, it's... It's a different level of stimuli. It's kind of jazzy. Like anything where a kid cannot realize the time is passing and he's getting tired, or an adult for that matter, is something that you have to regulate. Self-regulate or your parents have to regulate. Um, I'm a huge video game nerd. Uh, It's it's how I even got anywhere with a career because of my mad nerd skills that I acquired from gaming (laughs) on the computer. Uh, and absolutely there were times I would play too much and, you know, you could feel, and if you were analytical about it, you could actually feel the difference in your nervous system. If that even makes any sense when you overdid it, it's almost like having too much caffeine. You know how sometimes you get this like vibrating kind of zing, 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 zing feeling and it, cause you've had way too much caffeine. Dehydration maybe. No, no, no. Um, You've never had too much caffeine and felt kind of crazy zingy? Maybe. All right. I, I, just hear me on this analogy. Okay, I am. Yeah. Okay. I agree. <laughs> so, anyway, you get a very similar thing. It's, it's you know, nervous system and brain stem stimulation. And if it goes too long, it could be addictive. It could be too much. It could be detrimental. But if it goes long enough, fantastic spatial awareness, problem solving, yeah. thinking on your feet, yeah, independent, uh, troubleshooting on the fly, under pressure, the, all those skills get honed. They absolutely get on. It's a fantastic tool. But yeah, you still have to regulate the time, I would say. I think it's, I definitely think it's an interesting tool and I'm, and I'm, I'm open to it, which is why we're trying it out. And I'm trying yeah, to, right. I'm trying to leave him to it and leave him to figure out some. So he's, he played it a little bit in creative mode today. And of course he liked punching things. So we started a new world and it put him on this somewhat small island. And we, and we didn't look around because you can fly in creative mode too. Okay. 
We didn't look around to see if there was anything outside the island. But uh, he proceeded to just punch the whole island into oblivion. <laughs> he punched so everything away. And it's all decided, in his bag now. He decided, to, well, your bag was full. When you're playing creative mode, you, ha- you oh, have true. everything. You got unlimited blocks. Man, so that's like the original demo then. You could just, because the original, way million years back, I was like playing it in a little tiny browser window. I was like, what is up with this game? And then I realized I could build stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Lego thing that just makes it so awesome. Yeah. Apparently that guy is like uber rich now too. Oh, he's doing all right. The guy who invented Minecraft, the guy who created it initially. Yeah. yeah. He's making like hundreds of millions of dollars. He's doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, He's doing all right. All right. And he's, um, from, where's he from? Not Sweden. Not from the US. No, no. He's, um, I think Poland, I Swedish. Germany, Sweden, somewhere yeah. like that. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, Notch. So I, Notch. Right. This is right, handle. Right. So I thought you would, uh, you know, I thought it would pique your interest a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I've played a little Minecraft in my day. <laughs> so we're exploring, and I thought about setting it up so that he and I could, it, it sounds crazy to me too, but so he and I could play. Totally. Uh, like from his computer and my computer in the same case you should world. run your, a server at home and and that way too run a server with a persistent world that you could all build it so when right. molly's big enough she could build a little molly land and you guys right. could visit each other take boats fly it's molly awesome. land molly land yeah i guess if we, it ran forever why not or and molly if, would if she's famous oh. if you go if you go for the long haul why not right sure uh gotta go I, gotta go with the server because then you can keep keep adding to it that's what I'm trying to I – mean, what what you said before is what I'm trying to prevent. Because he, he wants to dive right in and just play it nonstop and never quit and burn himself out. And I got to kind of – Yeah. Now, you know, let's, let's put it off a little bit. Like you're done for the day. Let's, right. A little bit later, a little bit later. Probably like a bit. half an hour, I would say. There's plenty in a day. If he's also doing, you know, web browsing and whatever. Oh, yeah. He I'll just browses cat. the web all I'll the surf time. surfing CNN. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening in the world today? Yeah. What's up, Max? Check my stocks. You know, <laughs> worried about North Korea again, but you know. Yeah. Oh, wait, they kind of fell off the news for this week. Did they? It's all about the Palestines and the Syrians and. Oh, boy. Joke of wine's getting to me. Yeah, I'm thinking we shouldn't record with hobo wine anymore, man. You're tired. But I was tired too, to begin with. Yeah. Uh, I do. I. We could make a new show where we only record while we we're only, drinking hobo wine. We only—it's just the wine show. I do a wine review. Yeah. Ah, my shoulder hurts. I can barely reach my my glass. So there, there was another event. My wife and I had a little discussion about this, huh. where I want to figure out if I am overstepping my bounds. I suppose because, of course, people will. Some people will jump. Some people will just tell me, "Oh, sure, yeah, you're totally." Going further than you should. So we were at we were at a party. Okay. A lot of parents and kids there, and there was a problem kid there that we know is a uh, he's been a problem his whole life. Oh. It's not. I don't blame not the kid we talked about before. Different kid, very similar. Okay. Um, I don't blame him at all though, because it's it's it's, it's all his parents' fault. To be honest, like there's nothing. <laughs> there's no two ways about it. And and I'll give you the exact example as to why they've been. They've just chosen to do things in a way that has made him very, um, he makes very poor decisions, Okay. let's say. And they usually lead to him damaging other people's property or oh. hurting other kids or just generally 
being a problem for everyone around him. Right. right? So we're at this party, and of course, his mom is ignoring him, jabbering on about who knows what. It's just all kinds of nonsense. You can just hear you can hear her voice ten decibels louder than everyone else. Oh my goodness! This is the way. This is the pattern. I don't know why. The kids that are super awful. Her parents aren't paying attention to them. Have parents that don't pay attention to them, but are also seeking attention themselves. Oh. That are just nonstop talking. And, of course, you could say a lot about our show in that regard. Yes, yes, we get it. But that's not... (laughs) But it's a show about talking about parenting. We're both... I think I would say we're both fairly introverted in real life. Really? Hmm? Wouldn't you? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't. You wouldn't wouldn't be classifying you at all. Fine. I would say I'm I'm, not... Don't label me, man. So, a number of things happened with this kid at this party where it was clear a lot of the parents didn't like what was happening, but they wouldn't say anything. Mm. Right? Uh, they just wouldn't say anything to him. They wouldn't say anything to his mom. But I, like, I don't feel uh, anything, any concern at all for saying things to him. <laughs> now, I, what I should have, what I have not done yet is said anything to the parents. Because yeah, it's, it's much more of a confrontation when you talk to the parents. Definitely. If you If you correct a kid... Or or talk to a kid, then it's like, oh, hey, you know, thanks for stepping in there. Yeah. Maybe. Even or if he's trying to it. be constructive, whatever, yeah. Right. But if you go straight to a parent and be like, your kid is awful. <laughs> and you I need blame to, you. You need to stop your jabbering about nothing because this is the worst conversation I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and meanwhile, and, your kid is trashing the party. Right. Meanwhile, your kid is kicking every other kid here. Oh, right? no. So here's the – but here's the example – the, uh, that would happen. And if, if, of course, if they're listening to the show, they'll know who I'm talking about. Hope they don't listen. <laughs> there, at one point, he decided they had a little trampoline there the kids were jumping on, mm. which is always a disaster. But he decided he would take a full, um, what do you call it? Like cup, jar thing of bubble stuff, you know, of bubbles. Oh, you, like, so it was completely full. The, oh. He walked over to the trampoline, took the top off, and slowly poured the entire thing on the trampoline. What? Right? So right at the bat, I'm like, seriously, dude, bad decision. So Look, I, I got, I got up, solution, I walked over to the him. most slippery stuff in the world. Soap solution. Poured the whole thing on the trampoline. Oh, this is just, it's just not constructive at all. So yeah. I go over to him and I said, "Look, dude, I'm not going to say something, but <sighs> dude, you are making so many bad decisions today. This is like <laughs> the fifth time that I've talked to you, right?" <laughs> Here's what you're going to do. And he's like, he's trying to walk away and ignore me. And I, I grabbed him and pulled him back. I'm like, here's what you're going to do. Oh, my like, goodness. You're going to go over to your mom over there, who hasn't stopped talking yet, and tell her that you just dumped an entire bottle of bubble stuff on the trampoline. Wow. He's like, okay. <laughs> so, I thought that was cool. I'm like, yeah. oh, sweet. He's not, like, freaking out on me. I think he just has, you know, no clear guides. No boundaries. So, I watched yeah. him. I turned and watched him. He walked over to his mom. He's like, mom. And she's like ignoring him and jabbering on. Finally, she sees him. She's like, yes. He's like, I just dumped a tire bottle of bubble stuff on the trampoline. She goes, oh, was it an accident? Oh. And he's he's looking at her like, hmm. And thankfully, (laughs) he shook his head. He goes, no. Oh, my gosh. So she just hands him it out, too, and he still doesn't take it. So he didn't. Please parent me. He's basically begging (laughs) for parenting. He's begging. But this this is the kicker. This is what happens next, right? Oh. She does not move an inch from where she is to come investigate or help or do anything. Yeah. She reaches one hand over, gets him a single wet baby wipe, hands it to him and says, here you go. 
Why don't you clean it up? <laughs> oh, okay. So, so to his credit, he takes the one baby wipe, which makes no sense. He tries. Proceeds back to the trampoline <laughs> and to tries to mop guidance. up Aww. an entire bottle of bubble stuff with I don't a know single if this story wet baby wipe. Me sad, but I feel bad for this kid all of a sudden. Now I feel bad. For I feel kid. terrible I, for him. I went from. Hating, <laughs> yeah, because you're like to the core, such a terror. Because he was so awful to feeling bad for him. Wow. Because it's like, wow, all right, he's trying. He <laughs> listened to what I said. He didn't lie, and then he did what his mother said and made wow. an effort to correct what happened. He yeah. wasn't crying or anything along the way. There was no like he wasn't upset. Yeah, there's no. But I'm like, why? And she just turned right around and went back to her jabbering. Oh. Did not care if it worked at all. And and. So a couple minutes later, I'm like, dude, I'm really sorry. This isn't cutting it. I'm like, we're going to have to wash the trampoline now with the hose. So I, <laughs> you I had, had to, to bring start... attention. Hello. Perhaps you to... understated yes. the level of destruction he was responsible <laughs> for, people. But it was I... the entire solution of Magic Bubble. I had to proceed with the, the passive-aggressive tactics because the same thing happened a little later where he oh. decided he was going to s- start slamming his scooter into their garage door oh over goodness. and over and over until he finally narrowly missed a two-year-old, which oh. was not mine. And then he, like he'd hit the garage door with the scooter and then he'd throw the scooter on the ground just oh, for fun. What? And the bar missed this kid's head by like inches. Holy cow. And I screamed at him from feet away so he, i was feet away from him and his mom was feet away from me in the other direction and i screamed at him oh. <laughs> i was like dude you are making terrible decisions <laughs> now you are trying to hurt garage doors that don't belong to you oh and children he like, probably doesn't even think about it though because he's probably just left to his own like all the time. No, I get what, it. But what does a kid where, do? And they, they just kind of go feral, I guess. He I was sounds making feral, doesn't he? I was making a scene on purpose. <laughs> and I was, it, it, it looked, she didn't stop talking. <laughs> Her conversation didn't even waver. I oh. screamed his name. Oh my goodness. Loud enough for the neighborhood to hear me. Holy cow. Cause I was so furious with what he was doing and how close he came to hurting that kid. Took his scooter away. <laughs> <laughs> I just it kept escalating. I'm like, what else do I need to do to get her to stop talking and come over here and do it? So, you know, you can blame me too because why didn't I just go over there and say something to her? Be like, look, I don't know what is happening here, but he is a terror. And then, you, know, you have to get involved in his social success, right? I did feel bad for him at the end, uh-huh. and then they left. They left, and all I heard was, "Let's get you, let's get you home and in front of a movie before bed." Oh, <laughs> like, no, oh no, she Lord. said that. Yeah. Dude, they're not raising the kid. Zero <laughs> percent in kid raising effort was expended that day. It sounds like no, taking a party where you could run around, not pay attention. Get home, stick in front of a TV where you can not pay attention. Where you can not pay attention, so you could just go do a bunch of business. Yeah, people, if that's what you want in life, do not have humans. Yeah, when you have a human baby, it is a lot of work to keep them from being feral, but they are extremely awesome if you succeed. On any level. It's true. So I don't want to turn people off from having kids because, you know, it's pretty awesome. But you got to be invested in it some percentage of your time. Yeah. And, you know, the more you invest, the, probably the higher probability that the kid is going to come out okay. It really it really crushed my spirit when he tried to wipe up that, oh. that bubble stuff with <laughs> a single baby wipe, a wet 
Baby wipe? Yeah. A wet baby wipe. Knowing Chris. his mission from his mom was futile. It was something from his mom. And he followed through on it. Thanks for trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was touching. Cue the music. <laughs>